Welcome to season 5.5 of Crosschoke, episode 30. Are we on 34? 30 34? 34. 34. I've lost track. 34. It's been too, it's been two months. This is crazy. No. <laughs> Welcome to episode 34 of Crosschoke. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Anderson. I'm joined by the illustrious son of mine, Dakota Wrightan. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to dedicate this episode to you. <laughs> Thanks, Papa. Dude. What's uh, up? Dude. Um Crazy thing, I got here super late to record the podcast. A car broke down in the Starbucks drive-thru. Unheard of. I And they didn't tell us for like 15 minutes. We were just waiting. They are like, wow, this is taking a while. That had to have been awkward being the barista. Hey, someone's car broke <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Or just standing there waiting for the car. I think it would have been less awkward if they just came up to our door right away and said what happened. Yeah. Yeah, but then you're kind of hoping that the car gets going, so... That's true. We were in the Taco Bell drive-thru, and Taco Bell, for whatever reason, has been, like, so sporadic. With... Yeah, they're open, like, 2 to 4 p.m. Yeah. Monday and, and Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Katie and I were in the line one day, and, you know, we're like, oh, man, the line ain't too long, and there were a couple cars in front of us, and so... We're sitting there and sitting there because sometimes, man, you get stuck in that line. You're talking oh my about gosh, two hours full investment. And one of the Taco Bell employees comes out and like, "We're really sorry, but we're closing now." And she was like, "You know, again, I try to put myself in food industry people's shoes." And she, and we're like, "Oh, you know," I tried to give her a hard time. I was like, "Oh man, you know." <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, man, I bet people could be so rude in those moments. I can be because you're one of those people. Well. I have the I have it from the point of view and I know you you're you work in the food industry but I also worked in at McDonald's for 5 years. I forget that. It was a it was a time and was but that in Billings? It was in Billings and I know I know how things should be ran in a in a fast food joint. Mm. And so when stuff like that happens I'm like this shouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I was there when it was written. <laughs> yes. Time to employ justice to get it back. Oh, man. Well, it's great. To, whatever road of food industry led us to this point in our yes. lives. It's, uh, you know, connecting the dots of every customer has brought us to today. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. yeah dude. So it's been, uh, been killer. Otherwise, we had a great last episode. You know, we're out there we on did. YouTube. We had a great edit on that. We are keeping um, some videos coming out that we're using it at, at, uh, services or at, on just general and social. Mm -hmm. And we had a really good video with Doug Jackson, one of our other team leaders that is on our team now of kind of sharing his perspective from what it was like from me asking him to join our team yeah, and kind of what it's been like now. And so it's really good. If you uh, haven't watched yet, I really encourage you to check that video out. And what a cool perspective he holds as someone from outside of the fight world, um, you know, like we've talked about, I've kind of been tainted over the past couple of years, and like you've been enlightened. I've been in. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> Even to the point where, like, I want to hop in the cage myself. Oh like, yeah. Where it's it's so overwhelming the community and everything, but to see that perspective from someone who is totally outside and is like, this is crazy, but I want to be a part of it. It's cool. Yeah. So dude. you should definitely check that out. Yeah, it's exciting. Then we have a, yeah, some different avenues of ministry happening there. Uh, but yeah, this is episode thirty-four. Thank you so much for joining us. We're excited for what we uh, what we have to talk about today. And uh, like always, if you are any competitor out there, we're in your corner. That is the heart of our ministry and why we do what we do. Our part, our podcast is a part of that, part of our vision uh, to support fighters just as a corner does for their, their, their fighters. We're in your corner to educate, to resource like a corner man would. Yeah. Uh, so whatever uh, fight you may be facing, whatever you're going through, whether you know Jesus or not, or whether you're religious or not, or been in the church, whatever that looks like, we are here for you and we want to help you however we can right. through truth and 
love. So thank you for joining us today. And part of what uh, that looks like is you could message us on Instagram. I'm Ando Butte, South for a day. Mm-hmm. We're out there. Uh, also, we have our, our uh, ministry, or sorry, our website, tflministries.com. Uh, there's some different ways to connect with us there, but we have uh, some different things in the shoot as well. Dakota Fight Church is yeah. getting kind of, uh, it's on the table. It's oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's in the crock pot. So <laughs> that is something to um, it's kind of look for. Yeah, it's cooking. You know, then you got to lift the lid every now and then. It just kind of. It's that sweet aroma. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Of enlightenment. No, just kidding. Of that's enlightenment. The, that's the word for today. So, uh, but fighters, we're here for you. We love you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're excited for our topic today, Dakota. Yeah. So. You know, um, it's the middle of November, which is kind of crazy to me. You know, the year is almost, almost up. Dude, I was getting a haircut today. Believe it or not, I do get haircuts. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the, I was going to say barista. The, you know, the barista. What do you call them? Hairdresser? Yeah, hair, yeah. stylist. Stylist. Or barber. Hair, haircut lady. Yeah, that's appropriate. That's pro- that might be taken offensive, but... She's like, oh, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? And I'm like, man, I haven't really even thought about it. It's I know. Couple, yeah. I'm that's like, in oh, a just, week. Dude, that's what she said. And I was like, is it really? Because I'm doing a, a wedding this weekend, which has kind of consumed my mind. I've been yeah. doing services. And um, I did, however, ask my mom if she needed me to bring something. So I've made it that far. There you go. Yeah. Out of boy. It. But it's going by fast. We've already been eating sweet potato casserole at home. Wow. Okay. <laughs> How would you define what a casserole is? Oh, I don't know if... If I can define it, I, there's a Midwestern in me that says, like, define a salad. And, like, yeah. a salad could be eight layers <laughs> with, like, cheese and whipped cream in there. That's a fruit salad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so my, to define a casserole, yeah. it's kind of the same principle. What? I don't know. Dude, because my wife loves to throw the word casserole. We're having taco casserole. Exactly. Or green bean casserole. Sure. Or tater tot casserole. She tried to make like a tuna casserole. Okay. That's right up your alley. I make make a mean tuna casserole. This man man puts, he wants to protein boost. And so he'll put peanut butter in his tuna with almonds and like soy milk and raisins (laughs) and cheese and like potato chips and like mix it together. I'm not that much of a monster. It's close. It's tuna and peanut butter, almonds what? and honey. Oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. Dude, and what's what's beautiful is it's a one dish protein pack. All right, you squeeze out the tuna, you take the yeah, you take the of peanut butter and get it right on there. Handful of almonds, a little bit of honey. It's everything a grown boy needs. Every part of that is disgusting. <laughs> It's, Alone, all the almonds and honey and peanut butter, sure. But you mix tuna as the base? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. I've been told once before I'm a madman, but little <laughs> does anyone know I'm actually ahead of the curve you're, on that you're one. You're going to patent this eventually <laughs> as like a snack pack. <laughs> They're like individual baggies. Yeah, like and, together. and you just mix them together. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it already taking off. Tuna casserole. Ugh. He called a casserole. <laughs> but it is the holiday season. Time for it casserole. It is. So, you know, we just had we just had Halloween, um, which which was kind of a blast. My kids dressed up as I have a two and a four year old, and my oldest daughter wanted to be Ghost Spider. I don't know if you're familiar. It's like Gwen Stacy's Oh, okay. And she's obsessed with it because there's this kids show, Spidey and Friends. That Disney Plus mm, made. Okay. Well, that Disney made. And it's on Disney Plus. And so she is obsessed with Ghost Spider. And then my youngest went as a girl version of Spider-Man. Like, oh, dude, they released a, a, a uh, trailer today. Madam Web? Madam Web? Today, huh? Today, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that it's all these, these, these uh, skews of, like, the normal, you know, superhero, yeah. I feel, are, like... Did you see, uh, I mean, the whole multiverse theme is huge in every genre now. Right. The multiverse is like the the, the go-to. So like, have you seen uh, the Miles Morales movie? Yeah. Yeah. Into into the Spideyverse. And then then across the Spider-Verse. I saw the second one. I actually never saw the first one. They're both phenomenal films. Yeah. I like in the second one, there's even like, um, there's a car. And it's okay if you if you watch the subtitles closely. It says 
Peter Parked Car. Oh, that's, that's his name. That's cool. There was like a T Rex. Like, yeah, there's a T Rex yeah. and like Lego Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it's like a fever dream watching those. Though. It is. We watched it at the the uh, AMC Theater in Missoula, uh-huh. and those were like really nice. You know, but it's like it. It. I feel like the it's kind of curved almost. I don't sure. Know, was, but like we're so close. I'm like, man, I'm tripping out. And there's all this flashing yeah, colors, and, and it's, it's just back to dude, back. Dude, if you have ADHD, back. it is the movie for you, though. <laughs> yeah. It's keeping your attention the whole time. It's true. Yeah, I love that film. Anyways, my kids are obsessed with Spider-Man right now, um, and Scooby-Doo for some reason. I'm still obsessed with Scooby-Doo. Uh, who isn't? Yeah. Who isn't? But um, we got Halloween. We got Thanksgiving coming up. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. I didn't um, know that. It, dude, it's a staple in my life. Hmm. Um, I make it a point. You know, um, I selfishly make it a point to try not to do anything on Thanksgiving except make green bean casserole. Again, the casserole thing. <laughs> right. Um, and then the lions almost always play on Thanksgiving. Mm. Like, they've played on Thanksgiving every year for like the past 20 some years. Are, did I see something where they're playing in Europe this year? Um, that, I don't believe this year. Not this okay. year. Okay. Okay. But it, it is, uh, it's a special day. It's a special day for me. And the Lions are looking pretty good. They are. They are. I'm very proud of, of the Detroit Lions. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm going to say Lions and Raiders. Super Bowl? Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, there's a joke that the NFL scripted now. Mm. And they've even made commercials about it and stuff about how they, they're reading the script. And, and they're like, why don't we just write off this guy? And anyways... If it is scripted, the first game of the season was Lions against the Chiefs, and the Lions beat the Chiefs, Mm. the Super Bowl champions. It would be really cool if through the whole season we get us to see a rematch of the Lions and the Mm. Chiefs as the last game, and the Chiefs beat the Lions. Okay. That's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. Dude, I think with the Swifties, with with Travis Kelsey... If it is The Chiefs are making it into the Super Bowl, for sure. It'll be the greatest marketing scheme of all time. Honestly. Honestly, though. Yeah. Um, And the Halloween costumes with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift this year, off the hook. I, I haven't seen them. I'm not. I'm not a Swifty. I thought you and your wife went as Travis Kelsey <laughs> and Taylor Swift. I think she wanted to be like Mickey and Minnie or something. Did you guys dress up? <laughs> no, she was gonna be Minnie Mouse, but we just like it was another day. We, you didn't go trick or treating. Okay, we did, but did you really? No, actually, well, no, we didn't. Can but. you imagine a grown adult without kids <laughs> going trick or treating? You can make the excuse that it should be accepted. Like, uh, it should be. You know, I will make that excuse. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so between Halloween and then you know we have Thanksgiving, Christmas. That is like I'm, I go back and forth. Christmas is just so special. You know, I love, love, love Christmas. It is. Uh, it meant a lot to my grandpa. You mm-hmm. know, he passed away maybe ten years ago now or so. But you know, he made Christmas so just like that the hallmark christmas he just made it so special and so like i just have great memories of that lots of family and you know we we're recording in the apartment again and we have christmas stuff out already yeah there's like little elf legs coming out of blankets and stuff (laughs) so yeah christmas is awesome and then you know kind of the other big ones throughout the year i'd say valentine's day is in the mix and then you know just like one of the widely accepted ones um Boxing Day. I can't forget Boxing Day. I can. <laughs> Is it mostly Canadian? Very much yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. It's like their Christmas. Yeah. Right. And then their their Christmas, huh? <laughs> and then... Uh, Easter. Easter's after that, sometime in March or April, yeah. usually. And then probably Independence Day. Yeah, that's what I was the thinking. The 4th of July, you mean. Yeah. There's not much going on in between those. Is it Labor think. Day, Memorial Day? I always mix those two. One of those is May. Yeah, one of those, and then one of them. I'm pretty is sure it's Labor Day. Labor Day's first. first, and then Memorial Day's in the fall. I could be completely wrong. Hmm. I always mix those wrong. I just know one kind of marks the beginning of camping, and, and then one's, one's the like end. the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm ends. not a camper though. But for those that are, I have to get something off my chest. Okay. Okay. So I preached at our home church like a week or two ago. Oh no. And I'm nervous for what you're about to say. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> that worship leader, <laughs> he is not real. Okay. 
<laughs> um, so our lead pastor, he gets up after my message, you know, and um, is kind of like, yeah, great job. You know, what Zach said is on point and, you know, should all follow him. And No, just kidding. But he's like, okay, good job. And he started, he mentioned hunting because he just can't help himself. He just talks about hunting all the time. And he goes, yeah, and Zach... He he doesn't like hunting, and then kept going on his mess on his with what he was saying. Right, and it took me a second. I was like, "It's not that I don't like hunting, okay? You know, I just don't hunt. I just my dad never hunted. Nobody in my family hunted. Sure, but he just he threw some dirt in my eyes. Right there. <laughs> and I was like, "Come on, you just made me look like less less of a man." There, he doesn't like hunting. And no worries if you don't. But <laughs> and to clear up any um. Any, what's the word I'm looking for? Suspicion? Any... Suspicion? Yeah, to clear up any doubts. There we go. Zach owns a multitude of weapons. <laughs> specifically, that shoot bullets. Yes, yeah. I, I, I am a gun-toting kind of guy. That's true. But mostly for fun and home invasion. That's right. <laughs> As you should be. There's a, Not to go on, on tangents, but this is fun. There's a... Uh, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. He's a comedian. He was really funny. Did you just make up that <laughs> name? <laughs> it's a gamer tag. <laughs> Maniscalco. But he uh, talked about how he was at his buddy's house. And uh, and he's like, hey, man, what's what's that over there? And he goes, compound bow and arrow. And he's like, what? What, what do you got that in your living room? Yeah. And the guy goes, you kidding me? He goes, home invasion. And he's like, home invasion? And he's like, can you imagine the poor burglar that comes into my buddy's house at midnight? He, and then he kind of demonstrates how his buddy's just sitting in the hallway and has like an arrow in his back, like just Legolas. Prime. And he pulls it out and he goes, the, uh, the thief is around grabbing valuables, suspecting nothing. And he goes, my buddy just... With the precision of Hawkeye. Yeah, and, and he goes, he looks up and he goes... Bone or an arrow right in the middle of his chest. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not, oh I haven't my. gotten that far in my home invasion, but with well, all of that said, you don't know there's a, there's a compound bow hanging on the wall behind us. Dude, I don't know what happened downstairs, but when I left this morning, where we live in our apartment complex, there was a bunch of glass. Did you see it when you came in? Uh-uh. There's a bunch of glass on the, like by the stairs. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So I'm kind of. There's dogs down there. So I'm like, sure. like, oh, these poor dogs. I want to go over this glass. So I'm like, where did this come from? So I'm kind of wiping it with my foot. And I start my wife's car. And then I come back towards the stairs. And their window's all busted down Whoa. there. And I was like, okay. And we live in a real, really like quiet neighborhood. Very much so. So, But it's only, it's a double pane. So only the first pane's broken. Okay. So I was like, what happened? Hopefully <laughs> accidental. Yeah, but I'm, it's it's the upper one though. Like it's about head level. Huh. So compound bow. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say that's got to be it. I got to get a bow and arrow now. That's right. So Dakota, all that to say, holiday right. season. You're yes. asking for a compound bow for Christmas. Yay! Right. So My what favorite. about what about holidays? What about all this? Well, I've had a couple people in my life ask me whether it's appropriate for them to celebrate certain holidays. Um, I had an old coworker who was new in his faith, and he came to me and said, hey, I just found out all this research about um, Christmas, and I don't feel right in my spirit about celebrating it with my family as a Christian. Hmm. And I, was, I just told him, I, I don't really know. I don't have an answer for you. And recently... Um, just a few months ago, I had a, a friend of mine come to me and say, hey, I, I've, I came across a couple of videos on YouTube and whatnot, and I don't feel that it's appropriate for my family to celebrate Halloween anymore, like with the mm. dressing up and the trick-or-treating, jack-o'-lanterns, all this stuff. Um, but for him, I, I've kind of been more well-versed since having the first conversation. And I've done like a lot of personal research mm. and a lot of digging on a spiritual level personally on what I want my family to do when it comes to holidays. Sure. And so, you know, this may be differing from other people's point of view, maybe even yours. Hmm. But, um, you know, I want my family to do the righteous thing and the right thing. Um, but I, I firmly believe that celebrating Halloween is not 
or excuse me, does not have to be a demonic, um, ritualistic celebration, hmm. but that it can be a Christian holiday. That's my take on it. Okay. There, you know, because a lot of, yeah, this is a good conversation because there's a lot of ignorance out there that's like, oh, it's just this, or, you know, it's, right. it's, you know a lot of people just make it what they want it to be, which partially is probably fine too. Mm-hmm. But also like a lot of churches get some flack because they'll put like their harvest festival, yeah, fall fest, their fall festival around those times. And, you know, some churchgoers are like, no, you're celebrating a pagan Halloween right. day, you know, as a church. And how could you do this? And, and there's definitely some area, the gray areas in there. And, um, so this is a really good conversation today. So why do you feel like it's okay for your family to say, celebrate Halloween? Sure. So in doing research on the roots of Halloween, it's very muddy. It's very cloudy. Hmm where Halloween started. You have some um some historians that firmly believe that it's a pagan holiday. Um and what do we mean by pagan? That's a great question. So I actually um I I I knew that would come up and so I have the dictionary definition okay. of pagan right here in my hand. As far as Webster is concerned, pagan is a person holding religious beliefs other than those of the main or recognized recognized religion. Mm. So for example, a Christian could use the term or the sentence, the incoming Germanic peoples were pagans. Mm. So when Christians are referring to pagan, there actually was like a group of people that called themselves pagans that were very worldly spiritual and like um, worshipped the earth and like the universe and celebrated like mother nature hmm. things like that but as like a whole the word pagan really just means any kind of thing but as we've turned into the 21st century it's more tied with like things like wicca and things like that when we hmm. say pagan okay yeah kind of more specifically towards then it's not necessarily would you say it's derogatory I don't know about if if it's derogatory, but I do know the word is used frequently in the Bible to describe other religions that mm. were not Christianity. Right. But we don't really go around saying that person's a pagan. You pagan. <laughs> I think it maybe it could be derogatory. Yeah. I'm sure anything could be with the proper context. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Yeah. So so in so a lot pagan. of ways paganism and in this context of around Halloween it's around um, Celtic religion. Okay. So um, people from like Ireland and there's a couple other islands and um, nations that celebrated this holiday called Samhain. Okay. Where some historians believe that's where Halloween is derived from because mm. um, again, this is all, this is kind of hearsay as well. There's not really firm documentation but some believe that it was celebrated on the 31st of October, signifying the end of the harvest. Yeah, and I've seen that before. Yeah. Signifying the end of the harvest. And like where they would do some, some cultures would do some sort of rituals, like have bonfires and believed that the, the um, veil between our realm and the realm of the dead was thinner at that season of the year. And so that's when, like, mischief would happen. Mm. But um, but other historians say Samhain was in the spring and has nothing to do with Halloween. Mm. So, you know, who do you yeah, believe? Yeah, it's tricky. Now, when, also, Halloween is often referred to as All Hallows' Eve. Right. Before November 1st. Yes. So what would that make November 1st? You so know? November 1st was actually... Before Halloween and All Hallows' Eve was ever notarized as a holiday, mm. November 1st was a holiday. Mm. And it's All Saints' Day. Oh, that's right. Okay. And that was notarized by one of the popes in like 480. Mm. Mm. And so what's funny is what I have found is, and this is definitely derogatory, but it's against my own people. My own people. Christians in the new era 
are really good at stealing things from other mm. people and making it our own. Mm. And I've seen that with Halloween too. Because if you if you say Halloween is derived from Samhain, then the Christians stole Samhain and made it All Hallows Eve. Okay. And, and to compound with All Saints Day. Oh, uh, and just kind of lumped it. Yeah, because uh, if you're going to have a day celebrating all the saints, then you should have a day celebrating all the non-saints. All, uh, and, like, all the dead. Sure, sure. So, that's where I'm at as far as the history of okay, Halloween which goes. Is good. That's more than I knew. <laughs> and it's like... Let me have a disclaimer. I'm not a historian, and you should take what I say with a grain of salt and do your own research. Sure. But even if you go online... Every website is going to give you different information when it comes to Halloween. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find... Like an actual set in stone. This is where like Halloween came from. The best, the best site I found for research ended up being um, this website called BibleStudyTools.com. Hmm. And I thought it had the best clear um, declaration of... Where Halloween came from, if you believe it came from Samhain, here is why you could believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, going back to Christians are good at stealing things from other people. Um, we see that happening on All Saints Day of November 1st, um, because it was, it was All Martyrs Day, and it was a celebratory day from Pope Gregory III. To where they would celebrate martyrs of the Christian faith. Okay. Um, but then things just kind of got blended as people moved to America. Mm. The different cultures all started blending, holidays started blending together. And that's really where we see Halloween kind of take off is in is when people moved to the Americas. Mm. And it really became this American holiday. Okay. Yeah, and then from there just kind of kept evolving into really what it is today. Yeah, so like trick-or-treating, um, oh, I, I got to look this up. It's really funny. I wish there was more tricking than treating. <laughs> Do you? Like, like, how fun would that be if like you, you actually don't know if you're going to get candy from a house? You know? I feel like that doesn't happen. You know? <laughs> Sorry, here's a <laughs> bag of thumbtacks. Right? Like, that would just... <laughs> Check your kids' candy, right? But yeah, like I found Steelers tickets in my kids' candy. Ah, oh, horrendous! Matt Canada, <laughs> Matt Canada pictures. <laughs> but so we see traditions like like trick or treating, for example, um, on All Souls Day. Apparently, the poor would go door to door begging for food, and they would be given soul cakes in exchange for praying for the souls of the departed. Wow. Hmm. But again, a Christian take on it thing, <laughs> like all of All Souls Day, yeah, right. that Christians would do. Um, and so it's just funny to me when when people are so freaked out about Halloween, and and they're like, "Well, it's a demonic day." Mm-hmm. Well, sure, there's there's some bad to it. Like mm-hmm. I don't like all the bloody gory things that go on or the celebration of of ghosts necessarily mm-hmm. or um or demons or things like of that nature. Mm-hmm. But at the root of it, I really think it should be up to each individual. I don't think there's a hard answer mm-hmm. whether a family should celebrate Halloween or not as a Christian or as a pagan, <laughs> sure. as as someone who's not in the faith, you know. So what makes so so bringing that personal to you then? Yeah. What makes you okay with like your kids dressing up and kind of I celebrating? Think, I think it's a great opportunity to come together as a community and actually spread the gospel. Mm. You have people coming to your door, mm. asking for candy. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can go the old school route and like hand them tracks, you know, mm-hmm. like like the the flip books that yeah, show a right. Bible picture. Dude, some of those are horrendous though. Just got some say. of those some are, are really horrendous, <laughs> and I don't think that's the right way. But maybe you could hold like a block party mm-hmm. on Halloween. Mm-hmm. People are already out 
it's a community-based holiday. Um, and you could invite people over, have your, have your doors open, have mm-hmm. people come inside and hang out and maybe open the topic yeah. about Christianity because of Halloween. Yeah. And be a little well-versed on how to have a conversation about it. Yeah. Me, and I think that's, that's such a great take on it because you could take opportunity and steward opportunity well to meet your neighbors, mm-hmm. to meet their kids, have your kids meet their kids, you know? And I think the church has tried to embrace this over the last, you know, they 10, have. 15 years. And sometimes mess it, sometimes, you know, muddy it up oh, because yeah. the church, obviously, from back in the day of being kind of hypocritical and then stealing uh, <laughs> celebrations. and It's true. You know, and it, it's, there's, if you want to find problems with the church, it, it takes a second. Yeah, it? just look at history, <laughs> for sure. History. But, you know, I'd rather be on the side of failing in experimenting and failing to go forward to meet people, to love people. And if yeah. you get to do that through something like Halloween or a harvest party, you know, um, dude, churches could, should even just go all out and do a full send and just be like Halloween at journey, you know? <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> you know, but that, that'd really catch some good flack, but what I love, here's a little bit of a, a nugget of church history. October 31st is also Reformation Day. Are you familiar oh, right. with, with, with Reformation? Martin Luther? Yes. Yeah, 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 totally. So, Watch a good movie on that one time. Like, did you? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know there was a movie about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm bad. sure there's one about right, everything. Right, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. But it's, yeah, yeah, but the, the thesis, 31 thesis? Is it 31? Um, no. 72? Th- oh, pff, somebody out there is like... It's something. It's, it's, it's a, a lot. It's a number. Like 72? 172? Seven thousand thesis, but he nailed it to the door, and it was the reformation of because he just was upset that the the um, Catholic Church was not really following what the Bible said. Exactly right, and he's like, "Yo, this is what it is." Yeah, you know, um, and like a main part of it was purgatory, mm -hmm. and how the Catholic Church was really preaching on purgatory, and about how if you had a little bit of sin in your life when you died. Maybe you didn't go to heaven, but you went to um, a, a different realm and had to suffer a little bit before going into heaven. And he was like, no, 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 no. This 80, is 82 thesis. 82. Yeah. You were pretty close. You said 72. Wait, Martin Luther's 95 feet. Oh, my goodness. 82? I think it's 82 or 95. I'm seeing 47. Oh, see, this mm. is the problem with the internet. <laughs> or maybe I should just hone in my Google search. Let's, no. <laughs> That's not your fault. We're changing the topic of the podcast. Okay, here the we go. The problem with the internet. <laughs> it's 95. 95. That sounds right. We're going to stick with 95 thesis. That sounds right. Yeah, the internet, man. Just go to Wikipedia. It'll tell you everything. You Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. So along those those lines, you know, I, I just want to say too, like, it's it's okay to stand your ground even when you feel like you're being judged by the church. Sure. If it aligns with your personal convictions. Yes. And, you know, we had heard a great sermon from our superintendent of the Montana network on just talking to us um, about how it's really important for you to hear God's voice, you know, and as we go into this discussion, I think we'll talk about a couple more holidays, but Halloween specifically, because I feel like, you know, if you're a Christian dad and you're taking your kids out trick-or-treating you almost have to dress up because you're afraid somebody from the church is going to see you and be like dakota he's out (laughs) trick-or-treating i thought he was a pastor i'm not dakota i'm a Uh, can of alcohol i'm scream i'm scream (laughs) with a bloody face (laughs) (laughs) we we saw this guy dressed up like a giant white claw and my daughter goes look a big soda i'm like sure honey let's keep walking (laughs) That's Zach. <laughs> stay away, from, stay away from Uncle Zach, the big white claw. But yeah, if you if you know, you know, in your heart, and sometimes I feel like it's good to really examine things and why you do what you do as a family. Yes, and sometimes it's like, oh man, we're just, I'm just hanging out with my kids. Yeah, that's fine too. You Maybe know. for someone, Halloween is their family's special day. Like. For you with your grandpa, maybe Mm -hmm. their grandpa made it this huge family thing. Mm -hmm. And for them, it's a family holiday. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just do your thing. Yeah. Because 
And if the church has hurt you in that area, because I could, I, I bet that's a, it's a sore spot sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, man, the church is people and people make mistakes. Hypocrites are in the church. I'm one of them. Yeah. You know, when we make mistakes, people make mistakes. And so, yeah, I just, and just on that, that point there, just to yeah, encourage that's good. people to stand your ground and know what you like, why you do what you do. And yeah. if it's simple answer, then go for it. And if you feel judged, then. Keep your screen mask on and nobody will see us. <laughs> <laughs> that, so that reminds me, I have a friend that he will argue that the Bible is black and white. Every mm. topic is black and white. Mm. There's a yes and no answer. And I really have a hard time saying that things are black and white because I think one day we're going to go to heaven and realize so much of our theology was backwards and wrong. And so I just have to trust what God says. Like you said, just trust what the Bible says, trust what I'm hearing from God. And so I think on like one side, we have like Ouija boards, which Mm. I firmly believe is something I don't want to touch because, you know, and that's, that's affiliated with Halloween for sure. I think it's, it's totally demonic. It's, it's a way for you to access things you really don't want to but then on the other side you have like essential oils which my Mm. kids call potions oh my and like they're not wrong honestly this one will heal all your headaches for the next hour and this one will give you great bowel movements for the next (laughs) you got some argons it'll be good on your salad or get rid of your rash i mean (laughs) and now there are there are merits to those but there i think it can get funny it could yeah, get, it could get funny, and yeah. and that's where personal conviction is huge. Mm. Um, like you already said, it, take it, take it to the Bible, and do your own research on whether or not. Yeah, you should celebrate Halloween. Maybe for you, maybe for you, carving out a pumpkin into a jack o' lantern is not cool. Right. And goes against what you believe in. Which that's, is okay. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where I think at the same point, that person or the other, either side, say you do want to celebrate Halloween or you don't, you have to find some common ground with that other person and not push it. Exactly. You know, be like, man, you shouldn't be celebrating Halloween. Well, right there. Okay. You associate me with the church. You're like, man, I don't want to go to church. That guy's a jerk, and I can't yeah. celebrate Halloween with my family that my grandpa made so special for decades. Right. Okay. You know, so we could learn from both sides. And I think whether it's Halloween or not. Right. You know, with, say, you know, the, the Bible oftentimes refers to kind of black and white, two groups of people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but, you know, people that are, say, lost. Yeah. That don't know Jesus. That are like, hey, man, I don't understand any of it, that's fine. But the Bible would kind of put that in the realm of a lost person. You know, I'm like, you don't know Jesus. Jesus is the way. I don't know him. That would be kind of depicted as a lost person. And the church needs to know, and I preach this, is lost people do lost things. Absolutely. They don't know any better. You know, and the church needs to, and a big TFL motto of ours is wash feet. Yeah. You know, so if you are a Christian listening to this, you know, a question I always ask is, how can I wash feet today? You know, mm. and I, I hear this a lot in leadership, you know, but between the, the, the guy at the top of the uh, totem pole. That's weird. Um, <laughs> when have you referenced a totem pole um, at the top of the rung? That's a pagan <laughs> ritual. <laughs> but no matter what, it's like we need to find some common ground and love people. Yes. You know, whether you want to celebrate Halloween or not. You know, it's like, oh, why, why do you want to celebrate Halloween? Maybe I, who knows? Maybe I could learn something from you if I listen to what you have to say. Imagine that. Yeah. Wow. Are we politicians? <laughs> wow. This is going good. So Halloween. Yes. Is a pretty good thumbs up for you. It, I'll, I'll give you this. Every holiday. Yeah. For the most part is a good thumbs up for me. Yeah. I will say one day and I'll get some flack for this. I don't like is Christopher Columbus Day. Mm. I love that our nation is turning a point to making it Indigenous Peoples Day. Okay. I think that's phenomenal hmm. because I'm on the side of Christopher Columbus wasn't even the first one to discover the Americas. Um, uh, Leif Erikson is, is who comes to mind 
as the first person to discover the Americas. But also, the Native Americans were already here anyways. <laughs> so, and then, um, yeah, I could go on a huge tangent about okay. this, about how if it weren't for Christopher Columbus, um, although the Native Americans wouldn't have got smallpox and like right. all, this, all these other diseases. That yeah, were, that that's were... a dirty history of America yes. that we make Christopher Columbus Day. Yeah, exactly. I'll, the only reason I ever know it's Christopher Columbus Day. What? <laughs> <laughs> Set a stroke. Christopher Columbus Day is because the banks closed or something. Yeah. Like, I don't ever think about it. it. Okay, that, that bothers me. <laughs> because the banks are closed and some businesses are closed, but school is still in session. Hmm. And I'm like... Hmm. Make a federal holiday a federal holiday, guys. Sure, sure. And then, like, we just had Veterans Day. Yeah. And I think it was, like, on a Saturday or something. Or was it Monday? But it's observed on certain days. That's what I was confused about, too, because I I believe it's Sunday. Yeah. But it was, like, observed on... I think it was just an excuse for a long weekend. (laughs) Yeah. That's all Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Which, again, whatever. But at the same point, it's like, man, it's... Keep... Like, that's a sacred one. Like, I feel like that one's... Honestly. That one's a real special one. Absolutely. You know? And it's like, should be... Keep it on the day. Observe it one day. Make it happen. You know? Right. Whatever or not. It just gets muddy. But, yeah. Halloween, thumbs up for me. Thanksgiving, two thumbs up. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving. And I think Thanksgiving has pretty much kept its... Yeah. Because it was the... The Native Americans with the colonists yes. sharing a harvest meal. Yeah. Was and that, I'm that's sure, kind of a general... I'm sure you could look into it and just like how I feel about Christopher Columbus Day, mm-hmm. you could probably argue some negative points to Thanksgiving and 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 mm-hmm. those pilgrims, yeah. you know, and, and really um, maybe you hate Thanksgiving because of that and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and I feel, here's here's a hot take, is I feel like... Thanksgiving has been muddied over so hard with like Black Friday. Oh yeah, hardcore. You know, I feel like because I used to go Black Friday shopping with my grandma, and it was like just a fun thing. But it was back in the day when like you know Walmart opened at midnight, and then sure you know Herberger's at like three a.m. and then yeah, yeah. whatever. And so then it slowly started to creep into Thanksgiving Day. You know, like it started Thanksgiving night at six p.m. You know, and whatever, because these companies were like, "Man, we can make even more money. Let's let's start Thursday." Yeah, dude, it was not even like November first, and there were Black Friday commercials right. starting next week. Right, you know, and they just make it all November, and so I feel like the purest of them all, Thanksgiving, of like such a such a great message for Americans of being thankful, has now been like. Shop for Christmas now, you know, yeah. and just kind of shadows over that. But maybe that's just my take. But no, I think that's completely true. Um, and like our holidays now in the 21st century are so different than when they started, mm. like the root of them. But I feel like Thanksgiving is just such a pure holiday I mean. all around. Yeah. And there's like, yeah. it's just family based, and it, yeah, it's just a day to be grateful and thankful and i think that's really cool yeah and there's football and there's football and there's lots of food well why don't we uh settle kind of on our last one we just kind of skipped over thanksgiving hey that's okay celebrate thanksgiving (laughs) and and there's a lot of of giving you know um (laughs) yeah you know for those kind of a little bit less fortunate yeah who can't afford big meals there's um some of our our leadership team goes really out of their way to make sure families have a turkey families have meals so like it's a pretty Special day, and then you go crazy for gifts the next day. So let's close off on just kind of opening up Christmas a little bit. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. So Christmas, I know, has gone, and it's it's uh, the end of the year. So I think that's a time of the year anyways for a lot of na- uh, international celebrations. Sure. Right on the eve of, of New Year's. But with Christmas, uh, you know, I... Th- I think that there is some interesting takes on that as well. And oh, especially yeah. from, you know, the national level, calling it Happy Holidays. Mm. Rarely is it referenced as Christmas. But I don't even know if the origins of the word Christmas really all, all the way derive back to Christ being born. Uh, but with that, 
what is your take kind of on the overall Christmas vibe? Well, I did some research on Christmas as well from the same site that I'm kind of falling in love with, the um, BibleStudyTools.com. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they start off by saying Christmas is not mentioned in the Bible. And in fact, most people would agree that the birth of Christ probably took place in the spring because mm. that's when shepherds were out tending to their flock. Like, that's a huge So key they wouldn't component. have really been in the middle of what they would call winter during that time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the first time we see Chris, Christ Mass with two S's hmm. is in 312 AD, where Constantine, the Roman emperor, he converts to Christianity. And they kind of had these festivals called Mithra and Juvenalia that were these festivals that celebrate um, the new year and um, also to celebrate like the, the god Saturn, the mm-hmm. god of agriculture. And um, yeah, it was just an excuse to have a party, basically, right. for the Romans. But so... Like they needed one. Exactly. <laughs> but so, again, going back to the same topic, Christians kind of stole that celebration and made Christ Mass, which was a time to recognize the life of Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, it's just funny. We see all over history Christians turning temples into churches turning festivals into holidays, um, celebrating other gods, and now celebrating martyrs. Mm. And, yeah, it's just funny to me. But, um, yeah, Christmas, it's, it's not mentioned in the Bible. It's not, like, something you have to celebrate. Yeah, and I, I, I would almost think that people don't know that. Yeah, the average you know, American. Yeah, yeah, doesn't, you know what I mean, not... You know, if you're if you're not really familiar with scripture or whatever, it's like I I wonder how many people would say, Of course Christmas is in the Bible. Yeah. You know, Christ's birth is, but it's like you don't need to <laughs> Yeah, and it's not you know there's so many things too that we believe. Um there's so many things that we do traditionally for Christmas that has nothing to do with the Bible at all. Mm-hmm. Um off the top of my head, uh Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. And if I recall, the spruce tree or evergreen or whatever yeah. was a sign of life, was a sign of life yeah. in the middle of like, you know, it being so cold and winter. Right. And then I think they hung, In like a German culture Sure, thing. sure. And then they would hang apples on the tree, which oh, turned into ornaments. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. And so, again- I don't know if this is real. I'm no historian. Right. Because there's so many takes on things. Exactly. But I know most of the celebrations internationally were, in whatever culture, were about, like, the new year, let's celebrate life, you know, and then, however, the Christians came in and were like, no, this is Jesus' birthday now. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Constantine. Yeah, yeah. Came in, took over those things, and then... You add in capitalism to that. Exactly. With presence, with all yeah. of those things, and then all everything is just about buying. Pretty much, because then it's like, you have to have a wreath on your door to celebrate Christmas. Buy our wreaths. You mm-hmm. have to have a tree. You have to have ornaments. You have to have presents. Look how fast Walmart has their Christmas decorations and stuff. Right after 4th of July. <laughs> July 5th. Pretty, pretty much. And then even like, you know, Christmas in July. You know, yeah. reference Hallmark again. Like, you know, there's... Christmas movies are on in July. It's true. It's it's companies, you know, opportunities. And can you blame them? Honestly. You know, it's like, hey, man, there's buy our stuff. And we're gullible enough to participate. I know I am. <laughs> I'm horrible at it. I've, I've already bought like five Christmas presents. <laughs> They're all on the credit card. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, Dude, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Exactly. Like, why am I doing this? You know, but it's but at the same point, I reference it as like, oh, this is so fun. Yeah. You know, buying my, my wife a gift. Buying, oh, yeah. yeah. I have a present for you in the other room and, already. And what's wrong with that, you know? Yeah, and not that there's any... And that's just where it comes back to is, is that wrong? No, it's not necessarily wrong. But I do think we make it more of a big deal than it needs to be. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, 
um, I, I would say uh, pop culture things are about like, you know, say if you can't afford presents, mm-hmm. you know, your little child that makes you a, a present at school, you know, like, oh, that means so much more than yeah. a real gift. And of course, which is true. Is it though? But at the end of the day, oh man, thanks honey, I wanted the PlayStation 5, but that's okay. This origami crane will do. <laughs> I'm going to throw that away by tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like you can make it back to personal things you yeah. know don't make it a stressor i would you know which is so hard around holidays and family especially if you're kind of the the anchor of the family mm. you know everybody's coming to your house to eat you know you got to make everything perfect and it's it's really easy to have the holidays be so so stressful oh yeah and perfect and clean and everybody gets the right gift and all of them are wrapped and you're <laughs> breaking the bank and it's just Americanized, and that's just how it is. So yeah. I, I, how we started with Halloween is, I think, maybe a great way to wrap all of it kind of together. Just from our TFL perspective, is to make it about gathering people and loving people, whether that's your family, your neighbors, you know. And how can you wash feet? You yeah. know, if you're a Christian out there and you're like, man, how can I use and leverage holiday time to, you know, buy my neighbor a turkey? Or, you know, go out of my way to invite someone to Christmas dinner at your house. Right. You know, and I know you've kind of played around with that a little bit sometimes. Our our buddy Alex does really well, too. We had Friendsgiving last year. That was cool. You know, I just invited. Yeah. Um, I had some family that I, like, rarely talk to. I invited them over for Thanksgiving. Had friends from out of town come over. Mm -hmm. And it was cool because it wasn't just a selfish thing. It was Mm. pouring into the lives of other people. Which is... Oh, I'm going to butcher it. You think we know the Bible here. Um, don't be a Mary, be a Martha, or don't be a Martha, be a Mary. Oh, sure. Which one is it? Don't ask me. What uh, am I, a, a credentialed minister here? I, I'm ordained. <laughs> um, I know the story. I know concepts. I know that. But, like, oh, people out there are losing their minds. The like, 72 theses. Like, it's Mary. <laughs> don't be a Mary, be a Martha. Maybe that's what it is. If you're unfamiliar with the story, it's somewhere in the Bible. Uh, no, <laughs> it's in like probably Matthew uh, but anyways like Jesus goes over to uh, Mary's house I think it's Mary's house okay. it's not Martha's house I think just, you're right anyways but like I just inter, in, just make it right in your mind uh, Mary's like everything has to be perfect and you right. know I gotta I gotta iron the tablecloth and yes. you know we're cr- going crazy about it sweep and, the dirt floor exactly and then Martha is just lays before his feet. Is she? Is she also the one? I might be blending stories with the perfume. Or is that yes? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, and she pours out this alabaster jar of perfume, which is like years and years worth washes of wages, and washes her hair. Jesus' feet, and it's a symbolism of of so much of who Jesus is at that moment. But also, like, don't be so overwhelmed with details. And right. But when when Jesus is in your living room. Yeah, you know, and so I think we could um, really apply that to our our relationship with Jesus in general, because all He asks for is a broken and contrite heart. Yeah, He'll never deny that, and that's where my knowledge of Scripture is good because I know concepts and teaching and that yes, kind of where it is, I don't know, but it's in there. <laughs> um, Google it. Google won't lead you wrong. I've I've heard, but it's true. <laughs> so along those lines of just of of our advice to you is enjoy time with family enjoy you know celebrating and lead with your own personal convictions you know if somebody has is upset at you with how you do things you're like hey man this is how my family and i are doing it yeah i've brought it to the lord exactly i'm okay with it whether that's halloween all the way through to columbus day yeah (laughs) yeah and uh yeah and just along those lines dakota anything else to add with holidays you know i'm just wondering do we have time to Tie this into the fight world real quick. Dude, I think so. We always got time to tie it into the fight world. Perfect. You know, I just feel holidays have this stigma, especially around Christianity, where do we celebrate them? Do we not? And again, it's the gray area. Mm -hmm. If I buy someone a present, is that equivalent to me um, using a Ouija board? Like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. What's, What's the right answer? Um, there's the stigma around holidays, especially Halloween. And I think there's almost 
mm-hmm. the same stigma when it comes to things like the fight world. Right. You know, we're in this ministry called the fight life where we are trying to reach people in the fight community. And I know you've seen some flack from other Christians. Mm-hmm. Do you want to maybe share oh, dude, yeah. a story about that? Dude, super similar in, you know, personal conviction, stand your ground. It's very similar, I would say just in, in general, to anyone trying to do something in ministry. <laughs> yeah. Because we talk about lost people. We talk about loving, washing feet. Feet are dirty. People are messy. Methods in which you reach those lost people can be controversial because it's Halloween. Because it's, yeah. um, you know, there. I've even heard of like bar ministries where a pastor would go into a bar, <gasps> you know. Yeah, exactly, right? But, you know, you can make, again, you could argue all over it. Yeah. But it's like if, you know, with missionaries going to other countries, with um, different ministries trying to reach cross-cultural missions, yeah, which is what I define our, our ministry as, is the Fight Life Ministries, is we're reaching the culture of fight and combat sports. Yeah. And so within that, I have some stories of people really not liking that. Yeah. You know, individuals that don't understand the sport, that think it's violent, that think it's nothing but people trying to rip each other's heads off. And how could you possibly see that as a viable ministry? Right. Um, that sport shouldn't even exist. You know, how could you go out and do that? And it's taken me some time to really understand and believe God's call on my life, on our ministry. Yeah. And be able to explain that. That's really where it gets interesting, mm. is being able to have that conversation. You know, yeah, and, and like, listen and listen, like we talked about is at a, at a service I did, this guy was just adamant that what I was doing was not of the Lord mm-hmm. and how could I possibly hear from God? And so first of all, it hurt my feelings. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> secondly, I'm like, is he right? Sure. Thirdly, I'm like, no, he's not right. So I'm going to show him he's wrong. And the conversation got nowhere. And I should have just kept my mouth shut. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got a little emotional. Well, I didn't be like, oh, you're okay. But no, some church wrong. guy, you're wrong. <laughs> He's not real. I'll meet you outside right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let me show you how I'll, real it is, I'll buddy. I'll show you the fight life. Yeah. <laughs> so what I have come to is at, the, at its core, it is a sport. So, you know, it's a sport. It's a yeah. violent sport. It's a bloody sport. But it's a sport. Yeah. And what's what I understand now is sometimes, like, say, that guy's objection to our ministry. I learned that he was in a bike gang, a biker gang. And, you know, violence to him meant I'm going to kill this person or I'm going to really hurt this guy. You know, and so that kind of correlated to the sport of, of, of MMA or whatever. And so he's like, he couldn't reconcile that in his mind. Then it was like, how this isn't a good thing. You know, how could I support a ministry that's loving these sure. kind of... Reminded him of his past. Yeah, of his past. And, yeah. You know, and so I was like, okay. And I've, as, uh, as I've pastored, I've learned to try to filter somebody's objections or, you know, argumentative tone through what pain is coming from them. Yeah. You know, just to try to not take things personal. And be like, okay, how can I actually pastor this person or minister to them? Um, and so what I, what I try to do is see, okay, where's pain in this conversation? Where's the hurt in their life? Mm-hmm. And so that's been really a, a growing moment for me too. Because again, you got to listen to the, the naysayers out there, you know, yeah. <laughs> that, because we could always, there's always a little truth. Yeah. There's a little truth in there. And that, like we've learned from one of our friends. But uh, what I've hung my hat on is it's a sport. And even though it is violent, it's not meant to, you know, be something where I'm actually hurting somebody else. Right. Because he's trying to do the same to me. We're both agreeing to it. It's not like I'm going out and beating some innocent person up. Sure. You know, it's like, okay, you are a trained athlete. Yep. I'm a trained athlete. I, I know what I'm getting myself into. I could get on a gurney out of this thing. Sure. I, you know, I could get seriously injured, but so could you. Yeah. But we're both going in there to test ourselves and right. see if I beat you, if you beat me. But I would argue all professional sports are similar. And Look that's at the just NFL. It. Yeah, that's just it. Professional you know? athletes are going in there harming and, themselves yeah. purposefully 
to test their ability against another athlete. And they know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah. They, they know what they're signing up for. Yeah. Whether you're ignorant to what you signed up for or not. That's true. <laughs> you are willingly getting in there. And that is the culture of combat sports, you know. And there's, you know, I don't have to like you. You don't have to like me. Sure. That happens a lot. And I think, you know, as marketing, you know. Oh, yeah. Goes through the roof for like, you know, people trying to uh, get pay-per-views and stuff. So like, there's that side of it, and sure, which makes it maybe seem to the person that's not in that world, man, it's a vicious sport, and yeah, you know, there are guys that are in there like, man, I'm gonna rip this guy's head off, you know. <laughs> but what's funny to me is that's where the gospel needs to be, right? Mm-hmm. L- let's say, for argument's sake, you agree with that guy. Yes, it is a violent. Mm-hmm. It is the worst sport on mm-hmm. earth. It is disgusting <laughs> because people die and they get beat up, but. For argument's sake, that's where the gospel (laughs) needs to be there. You know, that's God needs to be presented in the bars. Mm. You know, I've seen um, even on worship forums, um, worship leaders criticize because they play in a bar and then also play at church on Sunday. Sunday. Mm -hmm. It's like they're they're um, proclaiming the gospel in the bar, Mm -hmm. like. They're yeah. being a light in a dark place, mm-hmm. but yet now you're criticizing them because they're also being a light mm-hmm. at church. It doesn't make and sense. And if we criticize them for going to the bar, it might be from my my personal convictions about That's alcohol. That's true. You know, and so That's I can't true. push that on you if you're the guy on Sunday, but then also on Friday you're playing at a bar. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, I have to, what can I learn from you? Yeah. You know, exactly. what can you learn from me? Man, yeah. you got to be careful. You know, of course you got to be careful if you're hanging around in the bar. Oh, yeah. You know, you could lose it. You know, you could all of a sudden mm-hmm. just get in that world and become of it, yeah. not be out of it. That's true. You know, and so there's there's plenty of areas where you just have to be super intentional and not ignorant to how sin can weave through the cracks of your armor. Yeah. And, you know, and we want to be in the world, not of the world. Absolutely. And that is what we do in TFL, you know. And so that's that's kind of where I've had to adjust my footing and really be able to stand my ground in lost people need Jesus. The world of combat sports needs Jesus. Yes. And if we don't go, who will? Yeah. And we have different ways in which we try to love the world of combat sports, the podcast, you know, different ways in which we, we preach. We, uh, we have our website, we have all these other things and that we're just trying to love people. You know, I message every fighter as best I can before their fight, Mm -hmm. pray with them, uh, at fight events, we bring Bibles and man, we just want to love that world. And so if we don't do it, no one else is exactly, you know, and even if they are, even if there's like 15 other ministries in Montana trying to reach the fight world, yeah, I know what the Lord has said on my heart. Absolutely. And that's what we're going to continue to do, you know, and that's, what's beautiful about having that confidence, knowing that you've heard from God. And, you know, there's, and just to quickly be like, how do we hear from God? You know, he talks loudly from the corner of the room all the time. I'm just kidding. That's, that's not. There's an app on your phone. (laughs) There's an app. God, talk to me. No, okay. Anyway. Uh, But sometimes we hear the word of, or we hear God's voice audibly. Most of the time we don't. I think maybe one time I did, but I was kind of sleeping. Um, (laughs) You know, so most of the time we don't, you know, but. Number one way is through his Bible, you know, and understanding it, studying it. And, you know, and then God kind of brings to our conscience or in our mind and our heart and our soul, like, this is for you, you know, and then sometimes through a song, we'll hear the same thing through a person that's like, hey, you know, I feel like God kind of put this on my heart to tell you and share with you. You know, there's, there's so many ways in which God speaks to us if we're listening and want to hear it. So, um, yeah. So Dakota with that, if, as we kind of just close out here. If you don't have that, if you don't have that voice, if you don't have God's, that, that confidence of knowing that what God has called you to do mm-hmm. or led you to do, not even called you to do, but like what he has for you in life and life to the fullest. And so, again, if that's you and you don't have that, we just encourage you right now to say, Lord, I give my life to you. I need you. I want to have that confidence. I want to have the ability to stand my ground and, and know why I'm here and be able to do what God has uh, set forth for me to do. And so, uh, yeah, I just encourage you right now to say, Lord, I give my life to you. Forgive me of my sins. And let's, let's rock and roll on this life together. And so, um, yeah, if that's you, man, we want to stand with you. 
We love you. We want to get a Bible to you and uh, celebrate Halloween with you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I think to close, I would just like to say, no matter what the holiday, make it a time to celebrate and honor Christ. Your whole life should be a representation yeah. of him. And so at Halloween, make it a time to celebrate and honor him. Maybe you have a Reformation Day celebration. Dude, right? And you, you go around nailing theses. The- 71 theses. 72. 70, 78. 95. It's 95. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe Christmas, you know. It, it's a time to just remember the birth of our Savior and celebrate. And I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. Not at all. Um, I'd love to close with a scripture. Let's do it. That um, that I think really applies to uh, what we talked about today, and it's kind of long, but it's Romans chapter fourteen. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, Jesus And it says this: Accept other believers who are weak in faith, and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. For instance, one person believes it's all right to eat anything. Amen. But another believer with a sensitive conscience conscience will eat only vegetables. Mm. Those who feel free to eat anything must not look down on those who don't. And those who don't eat certain foods must not condemn those who do, for God has accepted them. Who are you to condemn someone else's servants? Mm. Their own master will judge whether they stand or fall. And with the Lord's help, they will stand and receive his approval. In the same way, some think one day is more holy than another day while others think every day is alike. You should each be fully convinced that whichever day you choose is acceptable. Those who worship the Lord on a special day do it to honor Him. Those who eat any kind of food do so to honor the Lord, since they give thanks to God before eating. And those who refuse to eat certain foods also want to please the Lord and give thanks to God. For we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves. If we live, it's to honor the Lord, and if we die, it's to honor the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Christ died and rose again for this very purpose, to be Lord both of the living and of the dead. So why do you condemn another believer? Why do you look down on another believer? Remember, we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For the scripture says, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bend to me, and every tongue will declare allegiance to God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great study. Yeah. That's a great study and really encompasses everything we talked about. Yep. We'll ride on. Well, Dakota, good stuff. Yes, sir. Happy Halloween. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Boxing Day. Happy Reformation and Columbus Day. Yes. <laughs> 95. <laughs> it's like a book of the Bible. Thesis 95. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, guys. Well, great uh, great job today, Dakota. Thanks for hey, doing thanks, research dude. on that. Yeah. Uh, we hope that that was uh, beneficial to you. If you have any suggestions or questions or whatever, we're always here. Comment on YouTube. Uh, every podcast service around the globe, we should kind of be on, I think. Yeah. And uh, that's all we got for this episode. That's all we got. And we hope everybody has a great day. And we'll catch you next, next time. time. Thank you so much for listening to Cross Choke. It was a blast creating this episode, and we hope you enjoyed listening. Submit any fun questions, inquisitive comments, serious requests, or hilarious stories to tflministries.com slash podcast. Feel free to follow Zach at Andobute and myself at South Friday. Have an amazing day, and join us next time on Cross Choke. Cross Choke.